This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to Bo Deedle's One Tough Podcast. Boy, am I fired up. I'm back from vacation. I'm fired up. My little grandson's on Broadway doing this show. You know, today happens to be around the most holiest holiday of the Jewish faith. And my grandson's on Broadway, Jackson Kane, and it's called Leopostat. And it's a story about an Austrian Jewish family around the turn of the last century, and the whole family is together, and it's a high, uh, they were very well to do, and then all of a sudden, the Nazis came, and they took them all, and they sent them all to Auschwitz. Many of them died. It's a real emotional, beautiful play. They had the premiere the other night, Sunday night. Who was there? Mick Jagger. Who was there was Steven Spielberg. I mean, this is like the hottest new play. And my little grandson, Jackson Kane, six years old, is got a little starring role in there. And I'm going to see him Thursday night for the first time. And I'm real excited about it. And remember, these kind of plays, we only have these on New York City. The greatest white way of all is Broadway, and we got to make it safe for our people in New York City, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the same thing that I talk about all the time, crime. And now, I just read the other day, in Times Square, a tourist was slashed across his face and robbed. This is what New York is all about. And then we have our governor, Snaggletooth Gokul Hokul. Empress Ming with her eyebrows near her hair. She doesn't care. She doesn't believe. She doesn't believe that we really have to have bail reform. She comes out with this thing uh, that uh, we really don't need it. I, I have a little information for you, Hokel Yokel. The fact of the matter is we got one guy that was locked up 105 times, 16 times in the last year, and they're revolving right out the door. Last night I was having dinner over at Avra on 6th Avenue and 51st Street. So I come out of my car. I park my car. Next thing is one of these guys come rifling through a red light, no license plate on a motor scooter, no nothing, and then one of the Teamster guys was getting out of his van, and all of a sudden the guy almost hits the van door. He jumps the car sidewalk, and the bicycle, the motorbike went over. He had a nice gash on his head. So all of a sudden he comes over to the Teamster guy, and he goes, hey, you better give me some paper. I said, what, 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 to, to, the, to the Teamster guy? I said, what are you talking about? Paper, I want money. Look what happened to my head. I said, first of all, you're driving around with a bike. You have no license plate on it. You got no license. I said, I think you better take your little head with your gash and get the hell out of here because otherwise I'll call the cops. But then, again, if I call the cops, cops wouldn't do anything anyway. This is just part of what's going on day to day. And we all read about this horrible, horrible thing with this young man who went up to see his daughter at Marist College. Uh, he was visiting his daughter for family weekend. 
And then two scumbags shot the father dead. And they all had records. And they all had criminal records. This is what's happening. And I'm telling people again, I beg every week, I beg, please, whatever your political fiction is or affuation or whatever the hell it is, whatever you are, if you're a communist, if you're a conservative, if you're a liberal, whatever you are, you got to do one thing. You got to protect your family and your loved one. So you must vote Republican, vote for the candidates, not just governor, not just for my friend Lee Zeldin, but we got to vote for assemblymen, senators, council people. We have to change this direction. If we don't, if we don't, every day people are victims. I care about the victims. I don't care about the damn criminals. I care about the victims who are being murdered, robbed, assaulted. This has now become acceptable. And on top of it, now the poor police officers out there trying to do their job, they get no support, no support at all. They're watching on the video camera. Oh, did that officer climb on top of his diaphragm? Well, I challenge anybody. How in the hell do you cuff somebody who's fighting with you? There's a video out there where there were four cops with this little skinny guy. He weighed about 120 pounds. They needed four cops to try to handcuff him because he was resisting arrest. Now, if those cops did anything wrong, they would be trying to take their jobs. They'd be trying to take them civilly, take their homes away. And you wonder why cops don't want to do anything. That's the reason out there. And I'm telling you something right now. If this doesn't change, we are in for it. And right now we're facing the Waterloo, like I say every week. Waterloo meaning that this could be the turn. People are getting disgusted. My little story was... About two weeks ago, I was playing golf out in the Sabonic, out in the Hamptons there with my friend. And he's a very liberal, lefty-wingy, Democratic-y guy. And he hates Lee Zeldin. He hates Republicans. So when we first started playing golf, I started to give him some instances of my children, my grandchildren and my children here in New York City. And I'm so scared about them becoming victims of crime. And I said, here, you know what, Jeff? What would happen if your 21-year-old daughter was viciously robbed and beat up and raped? What would your feeling be at that point? Would you be looking for law and order? Or would you be still be sucking up to the panty-wearing liberals and worrying about the criminal that was arrested 105 times and he's out on the street? Are we nuts or what? What do we do? We have to stand by law and order. And this November, on Election Day, when all the people, I want people who are listening to my podcast to make calls, because I have a lot of liberal Jewish, and I'm using the frame Jewish because most of my liberal Jewish friends are very liberal. And all they do is worry about the criminal, about they had a hard time, they didn't have no father. Hey, I had a father that was born in Germany, a mother born in Sicily. He used to come home, I used to have a belt buckle over on my butt with his initials carved in. If I looked at my mother the wrong way, my father used to beat the living crap. But I loved my father, you know why? He knew I was a tough kid. He knew I had to be controlled. I was like one of those wild stallutations there. Stallions, whatever the hell they call those things. You have to harness that energy. And my father did harness it. And when I wrote my book, One Tough Cop, I said in the, in the beginning pages, 
First thing I want to do is thank my father, who I only got to know after I become a man. Because I realized what my father did. My father knew you had to stay on top. I grew up with John Gotti. I grew up with Joey and Ralphie Scopel. All the gangsters in the world, the toughest, all the murderous guys in the world. But I knew one thing. I was afraid of one person, my my father. And my father kept me straight, thank God, for me to believe. And the values, the honesty, integrity, all these values, I think he bashed them into my head with the belt buckle, which I'm very happy he did that. But again, we have to worry about one thing right now. We have to worry about this election because we must start. We must start, first of all, we have to start with New York State. We have to elect Lee Zeldin. That's the only thing that's going to change it. When you get city council morons like this Tiffany Caban. Yes, Tiffany Caban, you're a moron. You're a city council person. And then you say that subway crime is overblown. I just saw a video with these people dressed in these green things. They look like green stick'em caps, whatever, beating a living crap out of two young gals on a subway, robbing them. Oh, really? There's no crime? It's overblown? You're a moron. And I tell you what, anytime you want me to tell it to your face, I'll say it to your face there, Coban. You don't think that there's crime on the subways? Uh, let your children travel on the subways. And when they become victims of crimes, Coban, then you look for a cop, okay? That's what you're going to do. Stop the crap. I mean, this is just crazy. Then you had that video. I'll never forget that video. On September 20th, this woman was pummeled by this creature from the Black Lagoon, wherever he was from, and he beat her up, kicking her in the head. She lost her eye, her one eye. She went blind in the eye. And, and this guy had a criminal record where he killed his stepmother. 20% crime is up in the subways. And this woman, Caban, Tiffany Caban, said, it's overblown. Overblown? I, w- I would say something, but I want to keep this as a GP as a, a, a for the kids out there, in case the kids are listening. You think it's overblown? I challenge you to travel the trains and see what happens to you. And when you become a victim, don't call me. Don't call the cops there, uh, uh, Tiffany Caban. Why don't you call some of these uh, other liberals that you have friendly with? Let them protect you. And that's what's going on now. And we know right now New York City is in the doldrum. But now it's spread it. It spread it upstate with a nice father went on Father's uh, a Father's Day and uh, Parents' Day to visit at uh, Marcus College up there, and he was shot to death. Imagine going to visit your, your daughter to give her all the love as a parent and end up getting killed. It's just crazy. And people have to realize it's only going to continue. It's only going to be worse. We have to draw the line in sand. There's some good news. Some good news. The Republican man who's running for Attorney General, Michael Henry, a friend of mine, he is now ahead in the polls over our friend there, our friend Letitia James. So you better be careful. Now, if this happens, if it really happens the way we, I really wanted to, we'll get Zeldin as the governor, we'll get Michael Henry as the AG, and I'm telling you right now, Michael, I'll come out of retirement. There's no age limit. Make me your chief investigator. First one I'll go after 
If Hochul beats uh, uh, Lee, is I'll go after Governor Hochul. And then I'll reopen up the investigation on Big Bird de Blasio and his wife with all that money that they robbed. The statute of limitations ain't there. So right now, we have something really good happening with our Attorney General uh, possibility here. Michael Henry and the... Uh, New York State troopers endorsed them. All the unions endorsed them. And you want to know something? This is a good sign when he's now leading in the polls. And we know what these polls mean. Crap. So if he's leading in the poll, that means he's really leading. And that's probably one of the best news. And also, Lee. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Lee Zeldin has closed the gap. He closed the gap with a, I think there's about a four or five point difference. But again, these are these these polls. They don't uh, they don't take into play that people get a phone call on these polls and they're a registered Democrat. What are they going to do? Say, oh, I'm voting for Lee Zeldin. No, they uh, I'm going to vote Democrat. But when they get in the boot, nobody's there. When you get in that boot, just try try clicking that thing all the way down on the Republican line. Get rid of these assembly people. Get rid of these state senators, all these liberal son of a guns, and let's have that red wave start in New York State. And I'll guarantee you, this will start and go across our country, and everybody will take our country back from the criminal elements. This is a great country, and we're living on the same nonsense with this George Floyd, this upstanding citizen. Nobody wanted to see George Floyd die, including me. That cop was wrong. He was prosecuted. He was convicted. But to take a brush and paint every cop and to have riots where no one was prosecuted. These weren't demonstrations. They were out and out riots, firebombing, burning, assaulting, killing. And they called them demonstration. No, these were riots. Nobody was prosecuted. So this George Floyd effect now has taken over the whole country. Now we know about Black Lives Matter. Even my friend there, the one that was married to the uh, Kardashian, uh, whatever the hell his name is, that uh, little fella there, the hell is his name, that guy, uh, Kim Kardashian's old husband, they're walking around with White Lives Matter and they're turning everything upside down. And they know one thing. They know Black Lives Matter is bad as the Lucchese, a crime family, as far as I'm concerned. They took money. They took money from major corporations to try to help our African-American community. None of the money went there. Where it went, they went to buy new houses, all kinds of stuff, stealing all that money. Black Lives Matter should be investigated by this moron attorney general for all that money that they took on board. And every corporation's doing backflips. Look it, I'm for helping people. I'm for helping the black community. But when you take money under the pretense of Black Lives Matter and you don't do nothing with it except buy housing, have a fun-ass time, I got a problem with that. And they should be investigated and find out what the hell did they do with $100 million. I'll tell you what they did. They bought a few houses. I'm sure they got some nice cars too. I'm sure they paid their brother-in-law, their sister-in-law and everything. This was a crime syndicate. And if we get an attorney general with some ball bag, 
He would investigate all those nonprofits of Black Lives Matter, find out where the hell that money went. I'll tell you where it went. It went for their own personal pocketbooks. Stop the bull crap. Black Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. Stop the crap, all right? Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so, uh, so fired up. While I'm fired up, let's go to the thing that really pisses me off. Now we find out the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, cost something like $6 trillion, some obscene number. Now they're saying that there was $564 billion that was fraud. I'll tell you what the fraud was. All my billionaire friends that got PPP money, all my billionaire friends that took this and all the people that made money on face masks, uh, protective gear, and, and just jacked the prices up, including Hochul with a friend over in Jersey, Fredo over there, that she spent $650, uh, $650 million when we could have done it for one-third of the price. And, oh, oh by the way, uh, a little contribution of $300,000 to her campaign didn't hurt at all. She should be investigated for this. This is crime personified right now. That we start from the top. When the governor can steal, when the criminals continue to do crimes on the street, and the victims are us. The victims are in our pockets. The victims are the crime victims of the street. This is what's going on. I guarantee you, they said $564 billion of fraud out of the $6 trillion. I'll guarantee you, it's more like half. I'll guarantee you, because all of a sudden, there was no bidding, and whoever knew somebody, they got the deal. The hospitals, the nursing homes, all this stuff was all fraud. And who paid for it? $6 trillion. I think our deficit now was $31 trillion. So $6 trillion was added on for this whole pandemic thing. And nobody, nobody's looking at this thing. And it keeps popping up again and again and again. And I just tell you, it just takes my stomach out. Takes my stomach out. And now what we have is we have our country now on the verge of the crime epidemic that's beyond anything, the verge of taking the the heart and soul out of our police offices and now our economy. And all you people that don't think that this is all part and parcel, I just heard the other day, well, Sid, you got a house in the Rockaways? Your house is worth 20% less. Real estate values are dropping faster than Conchita Rivera. You know what I'm saying? They're just dropping down 20% because the economy's going down. I talked to a CEO of a $60 billion company. They're laying people off. Their, their profitability's going down, down, down. We're not just going into a crime wave. We're going into a recession. And we're going through when you have the interest rates of six and a half. We'll be looking at 10% interest real soon. This is bad. So it's a combination of the crime wave, the criminal waves, with the with the with the inflation and what's going on. And when you got a president of the United States walking around shaking hands with invisible people, not knowing where the hell he is, and then Kamala Harris. Oh, I love her. Oh, this is misintelligent. That just shows you you, you could go to college and be a moron because I believe she went to college. I don't really don't care. All she does is stand there. She's telling us that our ally is North Korea. Is she a I, she is a moron. Obviously, she's a moron. And then all she does is she shows 
shrugs her shoulders. You ever watch her in action? When a liar lies, they move their shoulder around. Watch it the next time. Whenever she's lying, her right shoulder goes up and down. That's a lying factation. That's what they call body chemistry. And the lie hits the right shoulder and starts hopping up and down. All I know is one thing. This is the vice president. You did really good. You were assigned to take care of our border, our southern border, Kamala Harris. Uh, you did a real good job. You never went there. You haven't gone there once. You were signed to be the czar of the border, and you didn't go. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry, but I just, I just get so aggravated where we're going. We got a moron Homeland Security guy. We got that guy from uh, uh, from uh, India, Indianapolis. He's a transportation secretary, doesn't have a clue. We got an attorney general that's a complete moron. I mean, this is what it's all about. Do we really want our country to continue going the way it is? Because I worry about our children. I worry about our grandchildren. What is America going to look like? And we, they know it right now. I read the other day, Russia has their new supersonic submarine that has nuclear weapons on, and we don't know where, where it is now. And I don't like what's going on over in Ukraine because— Putin is being embarrassed, and everyone's laughing that the Ukrainians are beating the bust butt out of the Russians. I'm not laughing, because when you got a psychopath like Putin, and he's losing like that, and he's losing faith, you know what's going to happen? He's liable to do something stupid, and they have nuclear weapons that are smaller, and he can lob a couple of those babies in Ukraine and I don't know what's going to happen. What are we going to do? You think moron Biden will be able to make a decision like that? They know how weak we are right now, and that's going to be what's going to happen. And all I could say is that, you know, I come on once a week. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I apologize. But the reality of everything is we are not going in the right direction. And on November... On Election Day, if we don't change this direction, starting with New York State and across the country, and if we don't change our direction, we're in real, real trouble. And again, I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast. I know I rant, I yell, but sometimes when you yell and you rant, you get people's attention. And I can't yell loud enough to tell people where we're going because it's going to be horrible if we keep this direction. Again, God bless everybody. God bless America. And remember, pick up the phone. Not today, because most of my liberal friends are Jewish. They are celebrating Yom Kippur. So don't call them now. Call them tomorrow and explain to them, listen, what would you do if your child become a victim of a crime? Well, it's going to happen eventually if we don't change the direction of where we're going and let them feel it and use their child's name as an example. What if so-and-so was brutally robbed and murdered? What would you feel like? That's what I say to people. And leave that, leave this conversation with that in mind and spread it around and ask those questions to all these liberals that want to continue on the path we're going. Again, God bless everybody. We'll talk to you next week and tune in to Bo Deedle's True Crime Stories. We're on there. We're number one, I think, in the ABC radio thing here. I'm very happy about it. And anybody has any questions, you can get to me on investigationswithans.com, www.investigations.com. Call me if you need anything. I'm there. God bless everybody. Talk to you next week. Thank you.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 